0: To become yourself. Welcome Open to Creating a Buzz About
1: Open Health podcast up. with Paula Carnell. Hello, hello, hello. So welcome to this episode of my podcast, Creating a Buzz About Health. And although it's all about um, health for humans and bees, I'm really excited today that I've got my wonderful guest, um, Shim Revalia who I met through business networking and through Queens in Business, that she's one of the founders of um, Queens in Business. And she's also the founder of her own company, Gut Intuition. So welcome, Jim. Thank you so much for squeezing me into your busy schedule. <laughs> I've been finishing writing a book. So, you know, yeah. it's, it's great that you're now able to to have a chat so absolutely thank you so much for having me Paula
0: like it I know we've been trying to get this together for so long and I'm so glad that we finally get to do it
1: so yeah I'm super excited for our talk today yeah amazing brilliant brilliant well why not start with just telling who telling us all who you are yeah. and maybe why you do what you do so what you do and then why do you do it
0: absolutely so um my name is Shimravalia. I am the founder of the Gut Intuition and how did I come about and why, why I do gut stuff and talk about lots of lovely things that no one really wants to talk about? Um, <laughs> going back to 2018, my health wasn't in the best place at that time. And for me, it got me thinking how disconnected I would become. And this is the reason why I do what I do. I essentially help men and women actually become less stressed in their bodies a more razor sharp focus so that they can carry on doing the things that they love doing in life, eating the things that they want to do without actually having to second guess themselves and actually live life without burning out all of the time. And this essentially was my journey. I had seen my parents go through this journey from, you know, putting food on the table, job after job after job. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. And before I was doing gut stuff, actually, I was a sports, I was doing a sports injury clinic, and I ran that for six years. But I ran it in a way where we've all been through this at one point in our life where you work hard, you play hard, you know, and um, I was in my 20s. And, you know, I was always, always the one to learn hungry for more. And I was like, I've got to make this business work, I've got to make this business work. And I did, it was successful, but my body wasn't. So there's been many times and that's a huge, huge sign where I let go of that business because, you know, I wasn't passionate about that anymore. I really wanted to go down the emotion code of what's going on in our body, you know, how symptoms are telling us something, how it communicates with us and um, and how it affects our mental health. And actually, I was like, this is a bit of a disconnect for me. However, my body was screaming at me the whole entire year of 2018. I had sleep issues. I had gut problems. I was reacting to all sorts of foods um, and, you know, state of overwhelm, indecision, making. Like, I, I just, it just, I was all over the place, Paula, right? Oh my God. And in the end, I was hurting from everywhere, like my hip joint to my shoulder joint to headaches in the morning. And I was like, this is not me. Something else is going on. I just know it. Like I never used to have a sweet tooth, but I ended up having sweet tooths. And I was like, carried a lot of shame and guilt about eating chocolate and donuts, even though I was in the health and wellness industry. Like I really was so hard on myself. And then I went down the functional medicine route. And that's when I actually realized and found out that holy crap, like I'm actually carrying a, a gut infection that's gone right underneath my skin. that I didn't even know. And I just thought I am being lazy or mm. I am not good enough, or I need to put more effort in in what I'm doing. And I was like, I get that. But I, I I, there's an intuition here that's telling me that something else is manifested, something else is going on. And that's when it led me down the path that I am doing now for the past four or five years. And I was like, and it's been an incredible journey, like the things I'd learned about myself first. Mm it's helped me with my own experience and wisdom and knowledge of what i understand about the human body from various modalities that i've used over 11 years that it's brought me to this place today where i'm like gut health is we got to really take it seriously these days like a lot more seriously than we just sort of go oh yeah i'll take a probiotic yeah that's that's plenty for my gut not not actually it's not there's other things that we need to consider And the reason why um, not many people look at gut health, because I don't think it's sexy work. No, (laughs) (laughs) it's not like the people that come to my door, Paula, it's like they are they've tried everything. They're sick and tired of feeling sick and tired of now. And, you know, doctors have let them down. um, The systems are not working and they're like, you've got something here that can help me. And we do. But essentially, a lot of people don't come up to my door and go, yeah, I fancy looking at my poo today.
1: <laughs> the only way, the last thing they're thinking of,
0: probably the last thing, where where my, I'm on a mission now to bring it to people's forefront of people's minds. I think this is the first thing I feel we need to look at.
1: Wow! So what? I mean, you you were intuitively led to look at your gut and to yes. look at what was happening with your gut, but yeah. not everybody goes there. And actually, because it is a sort of often a dirty secret you know people will try other things first so what should people be looking for to think that there is something wrong with their gut what are the signs what are the signs that you had that made you think okay perhaps it is my gut
0: yeah absolutely like look the first thing when we look at ourselves in the mirror what what are we looking at we're looking at our hair we're looking at our skin um even eye color like and I don't mean the pupil I mean that the white stuff can be can be red yellowish tinged, these are signs of dysbiosis dysbiosis meaning imbalanced bacteria there's a key thing uh, and if you're if you're what if you're listening to this podcast um and you're in front of a mirror stick your tongue out because if there's a white coating on your tongue and it, you know you've got some thick layers in there that's kind of like a good sign that there's some mucus or some kind of imbalanced bacteria going on in the gut and that's some Some warning signs that your body's communicating with you. So all I'm saying is some of these symptoms I'm about to rattle off, don't be alarmed by them. Don't be scared of how your body communicates with you. It's giving you a clear sign as to do something about this. Don't let it get too late. Like the knock on the door gets louder and louder, and we don't want to get it too late like it happened to me and so many clients that I've worked with. Um, Hip pain or like joint pain all over. There's wow. a sudden onset of that. It's like, hmm, what's going on there? And there's been so many studies around arthritis now that how particular overgrown types of bacteria, species that are overgrown in our gut, can absolutely wear down the cartilage between our bones.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So you can see that the cartilage is wearing off and we just think it's old age. Yeah. And we, and we, yeah. we put a label on it and we park it to the old age um corner and there's like yeah it's just old age or you know I maybe I've over exercised and my knee is not great so this is like some signs that a lot of people um are misinformed I would say I I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's entirely your fault as in when I say you're the the person that's listening it's we can only do as good as we can with the tools and resources that we have and that's why we do what we do right other signs are like psoriasis skin issues eczema Mm -hmm.
1: um
0: also things like um, IBS, um, irritable bowel um, uh, syndrome to uh, SIBO, which is small intestinal overgrowth of bacteria, which is a uh, short for that. Um, and also parasites, infections. If you've ever been on holiday and you've been ill on holiday or you've come back from holiday and you've not feel, felt your best, you probably carried some friends home with you. And you probably need to get that checked out. Normally, if your immune system's pretty good and resilient, it should help clear it out. But Mm. most of the time we're so stressed and we're so we've got so much inflammation going on all of the time that it's a lovely home for these parasites and bacteria to multiply because they need a home. They need to colonize. They need to multiply. So um, but we also need the good bacteria to to be able to do their job. So. These are some of the clear-cut signs that are happening. Even weight gain out of nowhere. You're like, I am doing all the gym stuff as possible. I am eating clean. I'm barely eating. I'm like, I've got my calories. I'm tracking it. Why am I still not losing weight? Look at your gut
1: as well. Wow. Um, You've often talked about the gut-brain connection, which is more popular now, and it's not as woo as it used to be considered. So do you want to share a bit about, you've learned about gut brain you know and is there a connection between emotional and mental health and our gut absolutely like I want you to imagine that between your brain and your gut it's
0: like a massive telephone pole and they're just talking to each other Mm -hmm. right it doesn't matter whether you've had a bad day or a good day they will just send signals as to what they're receiving from the environment that you're in okay now whatever the bacteria you have uh the good the bad the ugly they are feeding those signals they are sending those messages out to the brain the brain receives that and then the brain sends down signals back to the gut like that's the most easiest simplest way i can explain it and there's about like a hundred million cell receptors with that as well like they, they there's a lot of talking going on even while we're asleep Wow. so talking doesn't just happen from our mouths it's happening in our gut so some of these bacterias will dictate how we feel our mood our decision making on a day-to-day basis gosh so it's it's incredible and that's why i always encourage people to get understand you know every year you are going through changes mm. every year like, and I'm not just talking physical changes, emotional, mental changes, you know, there are people out there that may have lost a lost one they you know, they've, they've lost someone that's so dear to them, they're going through grief, like this is everything that you are absorbing in your environment, and the thoughts that are kind of ruminating in your mind, your body, your cells, well, there's intelligence, isn't there, there's gut intelligence, There's cell intelligence, they are talking all the time. And of serotonin, which is your happy chemical, your happy neurotransmitter, is in the gut. Gosh. When we do a lot of pre-screening with our clients and they've scored quite high in terms of loss motivation, feeling overwhelmed, and we look at their diet and we can kind of connect the dots together and go, okay, well, there's not enough food going in or the food that you're eating is quite processed and it's your, your tummy's not happy with that which means serotonin levels get suppressed so what do we need to to actually feel happy we go for more dopamine fixes which is another sort of lovely neurotransmitter that we have so there's becomes a bit of a yo-yo dance between serotonin and dopamine in my eyes and dopamine like you know quick fixes like um like quick fixes is a good dopamine kind of reward I and mean, in the health and wellness industry everybody wants seven-day diet pill or whatever it is and you know they want the magic right as soon as possible mm-hmm. um or we you know we get takeout after takeout, or netflix after netflix or you know we we just want a little bit of um happiness but it's so short term so our dopamine levels just go higher and higher and higher but the, the, the point is we keep feeding it so that reward system's like oh okay Whereas you may have had a glass of wine to celebrate something, that becomes a regular thing because your dopamine reward system is constantly going. Glass of wine, we associate a glass of wine with this. We associate chocolate mm. with this. So it's really powerful when you look at it that way. That you're able to take a step back and zoom out and go, "Huh, okay, I can see the pattern here." Yeah. So you know, diet is it plays a huge part in our lifestyle it, it you know the foods of how we're fueling our bodies and how we're feeding our brains every single day from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed is absolutely of, of importance it's it's you know like I, I i think more and more people need to do that in order to zoom out and not just go into overconsumption mode so yeah mm.
1: so when people come to you and they have a list of symptoms symptoms so maybe skin problems or aches and pains and I mean I, I assume that you then ask them, you know what what are you eating?" but yeah. do you even before they get to that point, could you almost predict what they're eating because of the symptoms that they're sharing with you? Can you sort of think, oh um, yeah. you probably know. not probably not the food wise,
0: but I could probably sort of have a good idea of the lifestyle that they live
1: ah, okay,
0: overall like with the symptoms that they've got because if you've got you've got to imagine, like if you're a geek like me and you love learning about what our symptoms really mean um, and how those emotions are locked in, you can figure out their dis- their behaviours around it
1: mm. and you
0: can sort of figure out their decision making behind it. I mean, results don't lie.
1: No, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know the the that the biggest statement. If there's one thing you're going to get out of this podcast from me, is that results don't lie. So if you got, if I can see the results of this person of you know what's going on, I can pretty much work backwards and guess. Okay, yeah, I can see what may have gone on. We do. Lo- I love looking at help the history of that person because that's thing. I think that's really important. A bit mm-hmm. more of a understanding the timeline of this person, and and really connecting the dots backwards in order to move forwards as to what's going on why is this person suffering because the most common statement I always get from people is that I never used to have this before but all of a sudden it's come on
1: oh. and in my
0: in my head I'm like it's not all of a sudden this has been going on for quite some time it's just a different layer.
1: Uh, so the body's giving messages all the time but if you're not listening to one kind of message it then says okay I'll try a different route and give you the message this way, but it's all from the same root problem.
0: Hundred percent, yeah. And you know, and and this is the thing. Like, this is where I know people are disconnected, and why we kind of live in a disconnected uh, societies because we treat each symptom separately. Mm. But we, in our entire being is connected.
1: Yeah, yeah. We
0: can absorb energy from one another. So it's it's mad to think that we are completely disconnected. Like, mm. or like it's a separate issue i need to treat my knee and then next month i need to treat my shoulder but no actually it's very much connected if you knew how to look at it so that's it's it's a fascinating world um and like i said it's not sexy work so not everyone goes for it but
1: um
0: yeah i'm, I'm not going to stop until until you know it's if people do understand it and actually look at gut health properly uh in in with the best glasses you know so
1: yeah so when you were a child, I mean, what I'm fascinated with is how we end up on these journeys. And and as you get older, you can see that everything that's happened in your life has been perfect yeah. to, to yeah. help you with where you are now. And then there's also been these little messages throughout your life, little hints. So did you get little hints as a child about your connection with gut health or, um, you know, even poops, which I know you're fascinated with? <laughs> Yeah, um,
0: I guess that's a great question. And I love it. I think as a kid, f- what I put in my body was really important to me. Oh, okay. I loved food. I grew up, look, I come from an Indian background. So we always had fresh food on the table every day. Yeah. you know mum used to cook lentils it was all vegetarian food lots of fiber fruits salads you know everything made from scratch um it's only obviously as I got older um when I got interested in you know other types of foods other types of you know proteins fats carbs all that sort of stuff but um for me I wouldn't feel good if I didn't go at least once or twice a day wow you
1: yeah know, and so many people I mean, think once a week is normal and even I know of people who've gone to doctors and they've said you know I mean they're not often asked but if they offer the information and they'll say well I go twice a week or three times a week or even once a week and you know they <laughs> told oh yeah there's no problems there so yeah. you know once or twice a day to so many people that's so far away from yeah. their normal I mean just to even address that is huge isn't it because what does your body need you know why does it need to go once or twice a day yeah um here's here's the thing before I answer that question
0: the other thing I was really fascinated is that every time I'd gone for a number two I'd i I'd just spend a moment or two looking at it because and this might gross out some people. It's like I don't want to look at my own poo I was like well actually you produced it and you're you know, yeah. you're, you're you're removing it now. Um, it's 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 waste. It's a system, right? And I was like, oh, okay. It's I was always intrigued, and I don't know why. I always look at, oh, that's the good color today. I didn't know what that was. Um, and just just fascinated by like <laughs> just this has come out of my body. You know, like I find yeah. women bearing children fascinating, and it still blows my mind. So you know, just sort of like poop and stuff like that. I was like, that is really fascinating to me. Yeah. And that's why I'd gone down the journey into science and human body and behavior and stuff like that. So um, I just think um, more and more people do need to look at that of what their body is producing, Mm. you know, and how your body's moving. I mean, I love cycling as a kid. I used to cycle every day after school. So movement, making sure that everything was ticking along quite nicely was a huge thing for me as a kid yeah in fact, stability I think what we're what I'm really talking about is is that stability feeling of within my own body my own tummy like nobody likes a stomach ache no. nobody likes a toothache that goes on for days and days and days like it, you know anything like that where it's uncomfortable in the stomach and you feel it like nobody nobody enjoys that you can get away with a, a backache maybe if it depends on the severity of it but a stomach ache where it's just awful it's You just don't feel good. And for me, I just always made sure that, you know, I was good. And we always had these anytime we had issues with stomach or or a cold or a fever. Mum was very good because of her own dad as well. My granddad was very good with natural remedies, you know, turmeric, uh, garlic, um, a little bit of good quality honey. Like, you know, um, it was always all those things and eucalyptus, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um so it was nothing new to me, sort of going into this sort of field and sort of going into this this way. I think it kind of was setting me up. almost. Mm. Um, and you think
1: with your, you know, with your family and with your background, culturally, yeah. was there more of an allowance and uh, um, an ability to go and use the bathroom once or twice a day? You know, whereas in some cultures, you know, again, it's not talked about or there's a big fuss if you're in the bathroom too long. So, you know, if it was culturally, everybody was doing it once or twice a day and that space was allowed and, you know, it it wasn't questioned, it wasn't ridiculed, you weren't teased, you know. Um, and also I suppose if you're going that often it's not as smelly is it <laughs> you know if your body's no. that waste for for a week it's gonna, there's gonna you're be like, a when you come out the bathroom
0: <laughs> I know you're like you're like I know who's home now because you can smell the food. I know it's gross but it's true like I like dealing with the elephant in the room with this stuff like growing up it was always open for me like mm-hmm. oh yeah I just need to go for number two I'll see you in a bit like it wasn't like oh, I'm just going to go to the toilet, and then some worried that, oh, crap, it's been more than five minutes, and I'm still, my bum's still on the toilet seat, someone's going to question it, I never had those worries, never had those anxieties, Um, it's still like that now, like, Mm -hmm. even though everyone's, you know, kind of moved on with their lives, which, you know, it's so open, and I think the more I've gone into gut health, it's even more open, yeah. to talk about this stuff and my sister's got three kids now so you know it's nice to talk to them about it I was like well oh, that's interesting you know or you know they'll, they'll <laughs> be all
1: to show you you know go and show Auntie <laughs> Shim you know <laughs> yeah let me get my gloves and my
0: mask first so <laughs> but you oh. know it, it's um I think the more the less shame and guilt and all this sort of stuff around it the more open we are just having a conversation like look I want gut health eventually to be at the tip of everyone's conversations everyone's mouths as much as we talk about the weather
1: yeah yeah you
0: know everyone's so keen to talk about how stressed they are it's just stress or weather but yeah let's talk about gut health
1: well and also this comes down to a work environment as well because if you're in an office and the loo is not in a in a sort of secret place, you know, if it if it's in a very open space, yeah. then because we don't talk about this kind of thing, then you've got people who perhaps want to go but just feel they can't because you're going to walk out of this room and everyone's going to see where they've been. And, you know, and if you have got an upset stomach, if you are struggling with IBS, then that makes it even worse. It does so make it worse, yeah. when your health was deteriorating, when you were thinking, you know, when you were out of balance, was it your gut that made you think, now I need to go and get help? Now I need to find out more? Do you
0: know what it was? Um, halfway through that year, my father passed away. Oh. So that had a huge impact on me, obviously, when you lose a parent. Mm. But at the same time, intuitively, it made me question, what the hell am I doing with my life? Mm. It made me question, like, I don't want to live the way my dad lived, especially the last 10 years of just being bedridden or hospital appointments and things like that. Or he worked two, three jobs for the rest of his life. Mm. He didn't even enjoy retirement. So I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go down that road. However, I want to understand what really makes me feel fulfilled.
1: Mm.
0: What, what lights me up? You know, I was asking all these sorts of questions, but, it went on for quite some time almost a good 6 months before i actually did anything about my my health because for me i was i was kind of all over the place you know i was i was neither here or there i had so much stuff going on in my head that all i could do was just take each day as it comes mm. and for me at that time that was the best strategy and it was until i remember um I think this was around towards the end of November that year, I was doing a Facebook live and I was planning on doing it like a, like a bit of a longer live. And I had to cut it short within sort of less than 10 minutes because the burning sensation in my stomach got really bad. I said, okay, guys, I've got to go. See you later. Hope that was useful. See you soon. Ended it. And I cowered over my bed because I was in so much pain. And that's when I knew that I was like, this is too much. So I didn't take, I didn't take action when I couldn't sleep. I didn't take action when I couldn't, re- when I was not eating a lot of foods because I was reacting to so many things. I didn't take action when I was putting on weight thinking, yeah, that's normal and all this sort of stuff. Oh, I'll do it later. I took action when it was like literally burning, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: almost like the universe just grabbed my face and gone, listen to this. You've got to mm-hmm. do something. So I guess my message there is that listen to the subtleties Mm. I let it get too far
1: yeah because it's a lot easier to fix isn't it when it's just a slight imbalance rather than a massive tipping the wrong way
0: yeah so Mm. I had to go through this journey for more than sort of three to six months to really sort of hit a reset within myself and it Mm. and it all started with the gut but then that's how the gut intuition was born
1: Mm.
0: on that I was like oh my god I instantly knew I was so aware it's it's a it's amazing The, the minute I started clearing out the infection the clarity up here got just just was oh my god razor sharp I was like oh the message now the mess is now my message I've got to do this yeah like you know and I just remember what a great Christmas that was even though I couldn't eat some of the foods, like you no, know, no sort of wine tipple here and there or whatever. I had to really, really make sure that my diet was on point. I was taking the supplements that I needed to take and clear. But out of that, the gut intuition was born. And I was just like, this is incredible. Everybody needs to know this. But it made me so aware how many of my close friends and family were suffering because I could see the signs, mm. I
1: could
0: see the symptoms. I was like
1: oh my god that that person how do I get this message out gosh yes so how do you and particularly with friends and family because whenever you go through any kind of healing journey you can't help but see how you can heal other people and yeah. not everyone's <laughs> ready to be healed are they they're everyone's on their own journey and you've got to wait for them to ask yeah. and I, I'm sure you've experienced this you know for me I found it very difficult when friends were sick and they wouldn't ask for help and and that's so difficult and you can see things that they're doing that you know is not helping but you just can't interfere um and And waiting to be asked is just so challenging very it's it's so
0: challenging because you know you can help that person Mm. like you you know that look just follow this system that i have and you will get better Mm. and it's heartbreaking. Sometimes you're like, and it does ruminate in my head. Sometimes back then it was like, it would go on for days. I was like, I could have, I wish I'd asked I wish. But however, um the beautiful thing was within six months of building the gut intuition, my mum was my first ever client. Oh, brilliant. And I didn't ask her. So this is this is why it works. Because she can remember this day, she came down and she went, look, this itchiness in my skin is getting worse. The steroid cream's not working anymore. And it's now spread on my legs, my chest, my arms. She went, can you help me? Because I know you're doing this gut stuff. I went, yeah, sure, no problem. And then she worked with me and my team and she had two parasites. Gosh. She had two parasites and they were not, that easy to get rid of she we we had to she had to really make some serious changes being a vegetarian being Indian you know they love their food we do love our food but you know there wasn't enough protein going in her body and hydration also she was grieving too because of the loss of my dad as well
1: yeah
0: so but do you know what hats off to her because she came to me at a time where you know it had been a year and she was like I've really I've got I've got to do this And then, then we lost another close family member of ours. And then come August, September that year, she was 2019 that year. She was like, if I don't do this now, I won't do it. So I've got to do it. Mm. And she did it and she did really well. We, we, we cleared the parasites, but it helped other people see other family members see that what I do is, you know, incredible transformative stuff. It is life-saving. It's life-changing, but even that doesn't encourage people to come forward and going, Hey, I want to talk to you. And I think in that aspect, you've got to respect that. Mm. And I think also you've good, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. And I, I think that's the best way I move forward every single day is just keep, keep um, doing things, amazing podcasts like this and um, keep speaking up about what I believe in, what I know that works. Um, and, just keep doing good stuff, keep producing great results. And one day they might think, actually, I want to speak to Shem. And I think t- divine timing is amazing. I think there's always a time and a place for people to come when they're ready. It's not when you think they're ready. It's when they're ready. So
1: mm. and and think- the dis- oh, sorry, no, sorry. the discomfort has got to be greater than the discomfort you go through with change. Yeah. And that's the problem, isn't it, is like you said earlier, you know, we're all looking for the quick fix, the one yeah. pill, because that's an easy remedy. But deep down, we all know that if you've got a deep imbalance, you've got to really come, you've got to change some things, change some some stuff that you've become addicted to you know behaviors food whatever yeah that's tough that's tough that is the work isn't it it's that's the work (laughs) um and I love
0: what you said about change because change is the only thing that's constant every single day Mm. as long as you're living everything's changing as as we speak the world is moving but we can't really feel it but it's changing Mm. um and change is one of my top core values And there are three. And second one is learn and grow and play. And there's a reason why they're in that sequence. So when we want to make a change in health, of course, it's uncomfortable. Of course, there's a part of us are like, will this really work? Do I? How badly do I want it? But I know i got to do it. So I'll do it. But then in that process of change, there's stress, of course, because it's change. But also you're learning and growing because Mm -hmm. you're learning a different way. Because let's face it, the same way that you've been doing hasn't gotten you very far. So we've got to look at a different way. But the only thing that change and learning growing sticks is when you have fun with it. That's why I call it play.
1: So how, how do you make it fun?
0: How do I make it fun? Well, <laughs> I look, I talk to clients in a way that um it's makes sense for them. I like meeting people where they're at, I like keeping visual stuff in there I like um checking in with them it's like it's talking about health gut health in a way that everybody gets it even a nine-year-old gets it even Mm. my my sister's kids get it so and you know one's 11 the other two the twins are eight so I I kind of like to paint a picture where it's that it resonates for them in everyday life hmm that it actually makes them giggle. It puts a smile on their face. I'm like, yeah, that's how it works. And they're like, that is so interesting. Thank you so much for explaining it like that. I get it. Like, I get mm. it. It's exactly how I've written my book as well. So I just think it's important that the language that you use helps you connect to people, mm. but in a such a fruitful, playful way that it helps them stick to that memory of changing and learning and growing.
1: Yeah. And so when, when, i'm sorry so, no it's fine so when people come to you so if somebody has you know if they got to the stage you had with the, uh, you know crippling pains in their stomach and yeah. they came to you and they said right shim do your worst you know i've got to get better i've got to change yeah how do you start what is your your program you know how do yeah. you how do you know where to start and what could people expect as results? I mean, we know it worked with your mum and, and, you know, you've yeah. got so many amazing testimonials from people whose yeah. lives you've changed. So how do you do that? How have you come up with a formula that works so well?
0: Yeah, so the system, I like to call it stress to success because that's literally what it is. So um, we always, always spend some time doing pre-screening. We, the thing is data doesn't lie. We do need to understand what's actually going on with the body. That's why we always do the pre-screening to understand what kind of test this person actually needs right now. Mm. It's not generic because gut health is personal. Mm. So every single person's, appro- my approach to them is personalized, but the system is the same.
1: Mm. We
0: look at the foundations of health and by foundations, I mean, how are you sleeping? Mm-hmm what's your blood sugars like you know we've got all sorts of lovely things like zoe and you know blood sugar kits that are uh, on the market now to help people understand how their food and blood sugars work we look at stress how are you actually managing your stress and where is it actually coming from because it's so good saying yeah i'm just stressed oh i think it's stress well of course it is but what type how much where what's triggered it like these are the key things the fourth one is um understanding how much water you're you're taking in. And I don't, and I'm not just talking drink eight glasses of water. I'm talking about how you are really hydrating, affects how you feel, how you, how your cells are essentially working. Um, And then we look into obviously diet, your, you know, how how much stamina do you have on a day-to-day basis? I mean, I work with people that don't even eat a meal in one day. Do you see what I mean? Like they're just literally running on cortisol, like on stress Mm -hmm. hormones. Um, Or they're just not running on anything whatsoever. Um, And then we look at, you know, looking at toxins. Mm. So we are surrounded by toxins all of the time, but how is it really affecting us? Is heavy metals affecting us? Is mould in our home affecting us? Are we in relationships that are toxic, that's affecting our health, you know, and so forth? So you can imagine this pre-screening part is a huge part of the journey, that we don't just jump into take the supplement and let's get you tested straight away and find out what's going like it's really important to understand the history of this person because Mm. there's so many clues Mm. and then we move on to testing so i this is my favorite part because we get to geek out on lab tests and numbers (laughs) and all sorts of different markers like oh my god right now i know what we're working with like i had to go for a gut test Often we go take our clients through urine tests, you know, hormone tests, mold toxicity tests, all sorts of different things, depending on what's going on with this person. Mm. It's not one generic test for everybody. Like all of it is like bespoke to that person. And then the supplements that we bring in are to help repair and clear what's going on. Mm. The last phase is always maintenance because once you've cleared out and repaired the gut over time, then we want to maintain that so that you can just go off and just live a happier life and, you know, not to worry and feel this stress of eating and not eating. What do I do? And I think particularly around this time of the year, Christmas is coming round and people are like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't want to know if I want to go to the office party. I, you know, I might shit my pants. I don't know. Like, you know, all, <laughs> sort of, all sorts of things that are going on in their head and it causes anxiety, it causes stress. So we're kind of going back into this loophole of, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So it just goes crazy. So generally speaking, that's the kind of journey we take everybody through. It's like, look, let's look at your history. Let's look at what needs clearing. Let's repair that. And then let's maintain what we need to maintain. And usually that's a three to six month process, depending on how complex the problem is. Mm-hmm. Um And yeah, and you know, the results, like we've gotten lots of results so people have come off high blood pressure medications and the doctors have been like oh my god you're not you don't need this anymore what the hell have you been doing it's like well you know um (laughs) secondly like people have uh, been able to reduce their diabetes um a hundred percent bloating has gone so they don't look pregnant anymore um loss as a as a nice thing they haven't come to me for weight loss but weight loss has happened um hair has gotten stronger skin has been clearer regular bowel movement so they don't feel uncomfortable in the jeans that they wear they've saved money on their wardrobe (laughs) do you see what i mean yeah Uh, and they've they've come out of it stronger so the immune system's a lot more robust and resilient so that no matter what happens you're able to handle it so much better then sort of going, oh, my God, I'm bedridden now. Yeah. You know, even the fogginess in our brain has lifted off when, when people work with us. It's like, oh, my God, yeah, much clearer. I understand. Like, at the end of the day, I want them to come away with, I know what what what, what actually works for me and me only. No one else can tell me anything different. Because yeah. I want people to take control of their own health. Yes, yeah, you know absolutely. Yeah, so for me, it was just... Um, I went through this journey first and then I created my own system around it and started to connect the dots for people and left them feeling empowered. That's essentially what it is. Like, I know what works for me. Thank you very much. I can now maintain my health moving forward. And even two, three years down the line, I always check in with them. How is everything? Yeah, I'm still doing this. I'm now traveling, you know, not, without yeah. any issues. Or I've stuck to what you said. And thank you so much because had I not seen you two years ago, I wouldn't have known like I I wouldn't I wouldn't be where I am today and and, you know that's not I'm not sort of saying oh my god I'm amazing all I'm saying is that they took it because they were ready and that system worked for them because that's what we that's what we were listening for
1: yeah yeah at the
0: very beginning of that journey so so yeah incredible stuff
1: it is it is and I just love seeing you know how you change people's lives and how it you know it's and it seems such a simple thing doesn't it gut but We've yeah. all known we are what we eat, you know, and what we're putting into our bodies. You know, our yeah. body has to take the good bits out and get rid of the the other bits. But, yeah. you know, with my health journey, my body wasn't able to get rid of um, toxins, and you yeah. know, in the end, of, I'm poisoning myself from the inside out. And yeah. I know I'm not alone. You know, it's not not just that. Now, you mentioned with your mum, she was on some steroid cream, and I know a lot of people take antibiotics. And if you have all this bacteria in your gut, what is the impact of having antibiotics or taking steroid creams or whatever we put on our bodies? You know, so many things that we think are safe, like shampoos and soaps and body washes, they are toxins as well, aren't they? They're all going into our body. So how does that impact our guts? Well, it it will only go one way, which is
0: down that way, because, look, if you're if you don't know how healthy your gut is right now i'd encourage you to just get a test done like a really good quality comprehensive three-day stool analysis test if you do one day it doesn't show you a lot because if you had infections and you know parasites they are they can be a bit quiet they'll be a bit dormant but if you do it over the course of three days you'll find out more then you can take a good step forward and going okay this cream would be better for me or this shampoo would be better for me and these supplements would be better for me or Maybe I can take a softer antibiotic because they can be really aggressive. One course of over-the-counter antibiotics and medications can change your gut bacteria for one year. A whole year. A whole a year. year. Right. So it's like some of these, in, I mean, they have their place. But when it comes to everyday stuff, if maybe you've got a headache or you're not feeling great. So you just pop a pill. I know somebody that just takes paracetamol every day just in case
1: oh my goodness
0: and i'm not sure what this just in case is for but you know this is how this is the fear frequency of health right like we just take these just in case something happens i'll be safe but actually it's not true because you, you're not realizing how that's impacting how your gut is talking to the brain and the brain is talking to the gut
1: yeah and so, even things like you know like the painkillers and paracetamol your body isn't able to get rid of them all at once so you've got elements of those laying in your system for years so you can end up overdosing but over a longer period of time it's not just because you've taken them all at once yeah and look if you
0: can't pronounce some of these ingredients in these medications just not meant to be in your body like Mm -hmm. i always say single ingredient foods like a broccoli is broccoli (laughs) yeah what i mean like (laughs) um so i just i just think that I always like to go back to basics. That's why I always go into foundations, because if if there are if there are cracks in your foundations, like that's important to start repairing. Because no matter what you do for your gut right now, if you haven't done any of that work, it's very hard to repair it. Like people think that without actually looking at repairing their sleep patterns, like some people got horrendous sleep patterns, but they've got horrendous gut problems. They think they sort out the gut first before looking at sleep. No, actually, they both are very well connected. Mm. So you know, all I'm saying is that do spend some time just zooming out and looking at your body as a whole, rather than going one bit of different symptoms that you're experiencing and going, yeah, oh, I need to start on my knee today. Mm. Think, just, yeah. just, just truly tune into that. It's all connected.
1: Yeah, it's all connected. So. Well, it is, and we are all connected, and we're connected with nature, we're part of nature, so yeah, and it's lovely how not only human medicine but looking at the our environment as a whole, there's more interest now in understanding those connections, how okay. we are affected by the trees that grow around us or the soil yeah. we walk on, yeah. you know not to mention the water we drink. so yeah. have you got three top tips that you could share with people who you know, either if they're healthy or they think they're healthy or people that are teetering and thinking maybe I am seeing some kind of imbalance. What are yeah. the three top tips you would offer?
0: Yeah, I've got loads. So let's keep this short. And um, the first thing I'd encourage you, encourage everybody to do, a uh, tip is Google the Bristol stool chart. That's the only time I'll ever tell you to research on Google. Um, <laughs> the Bristol stool chart that will give you the, the, the seven different types of poo types. what oh, right? else? Well. I want to the tip I'll give you is to encourage people to actually start looking at their own poo when they've gone for a number two right <laughs> because then you can marry the two together and Go, oh, okay it's type three today it's so a type four oh crap it's a type seven today what have I done because then you can take control back to your health and go what did I eat last night ah that didn't agree with me did it so you can actually start connecting the dots yourself right now by looking at that chart and then obviously looking at your number twos a little bit more and just be comfortable with that don't tell yeah. anyone that you're doing
1: it like just do it for yourself that's my um, first well which is the the number on the chart that you want to head for what's the one what's the goal threes and fours threes and fours so threes your number twos have got to be threes and fours
0: Your number twos have got to be threes and fours. And it's a two, three, four. So, hey, look, it it goes into a good, nice, lovely sequence, doesn't it? So It does. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: So my second tip is um, water. Like, you know, I can't stress it enough um, why water is so important. When I mean there's intelligence in your gut and there's intelligence in your cells, you are made up of cells. The first life, the first sign of life is cells. Right. So there's intelligence in that. So the the cells need water. Your body needs water. You are more than 70 percent of it. So good quality water helps gut motility and helps clearance. So I would encourage that if you're struggling with um, even to get a liter in just See if you can buy a two litre bottle of water and just mark it as in 9 a.m., 11 a.m., 1 p.m., 4 p.m. And you'll notice how much water you've drunk throughout the day. It's a very simple tip.
1: Wow, that's a great um,
0: And you can just see, like, OK, cool. Oh, OK. You know, it's, it's 4 p.m. and I've only drunk 500 millilitres. And that's not to say... You should be hard on yourself. It's just sort of awareness. It's an awareness tool to sort of go, okay, well, how much water have I actually drunk? Not enough. Why? You know, all these sort of things that we can help start helping ourselves. So water and just sort of looking at and just marking it on your bottle. It's so easy. I think you can even get pre-made bottles with timings on there that, you know, by 6 p.m. you should have gone through two litres of water a day. And it's just getting into the habit of doing that. So I would say that's the second tip because that will massively help um, the gut. And secondly is is obviously food. But the timing of meals ha- play a huge impact on how well your gut actually processes things and breaks things down. Um, I find that we, a lot of people spend way past their bedtime working checking emails looking at phones watching telly and eating late meals which means that the gut now has to work through the night which Mm. means the work that the liver has to do the pancreas has to do the gallbladder and all the other you know lovely organs that we've got is now delayed
1: Mm. so it starts
0: to cause an issue and when it happens all of the time that's when you know things are going to start to go a little bit skewed off the other side. If it happens once off, like that's okay. You'll be able to get back on track. But it's it's the chronic habits that we've got that don't serve us is what's causing an issue. So timing of meals is really important. So as soon as you wake up, it's it's time to break the fast. That's why it's called breakfast. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 about what can I get into how do I how do I fuel my body in the right way first thing in the morning? You know, we're looking at good source of protein, carbs, fats, like what is good for me at this moment in time? because remember how you start your day will determine how you finish your night hmm. and, and and vice versa. So it's really, really important. So there my I mean, I've got loads, but we don't have, a, we don't have time. We'll be here in a week if I had, if I had the opportunity to go through all the tips, but I would say they're my three key top tips that if you're listening now, you can go and sort of use these now. And I'd definitely encourage the first one to be the first one
1: oh yeah and so with your meal timing so break break the fast and then should you have four hours between meals or what time should your last meal be so I would
0: I would say last meal should be between six and seven wow and seven and if you I mean this is another tip without giving a tip is 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 your circadian rhythm which is your sleep patterns because if you look at where melatonin which is your sleep hormone gets released it's mm-hmm. around the six seven mark ah. that's when it's it's towards the end of the day it's encouraging you to go it's time to unwind it's time for bedtime and then cortisol which is your stress hormone we need cortisol that's what keeps us alert around 5am 6am It's the highest but wow. what happens is when our meal times is all over the place we're not eating the right foods and it happens for a long period of time melatonin just gets suppressed every now and again which means that it affects the gut it affects how well you digest foods um and look if we're if we're eating on the go do you really feel we're going to be eating mindfully no we're not No, we're going to be chomping away at our food and we're not chewing off we're just golfing it down because we hadn't eaten all day and we're like we could eat a horse right mm-hmm. not that we're not but See what I mean? Like, we need to chew the foods and all of these things impact the gut.
1: Mm.
0: And the gut is a very independent system when it works really, really well. But when it doesn't, it heavily relies on other systems. So we need to make sure that it's it it works efficiently for you every single day because it's so important.
1: Wow. Wow this is all gold this is brilliant and I think I know you could give us so many tips but I'm also yeah. conscious that if people are listening to this and you know they just want a simple place to start these are really good tips and I know that just following those three you'll see a difference Absolutely. so when people have followed those three and they're like oh my goodness me that shim is amazing how yeah. do they find you and how do they work with you Absolutely. So um, I, I always feel a conversation
0: is what starts somebody's health journey when you just connect human to human. And that's what I'm all about. I mm-hmm. always offer discovery calls. Let's have a chat about what's going on. Like there's no strings attached. It's like understanding. OK, well, what's actually going on? Let's have a look, because if you're not talking about it. How could you possibly know what could be possibly going and who can help you and what direction you need to go? So I feel for me like uh, I'm, I'm really busy on LinkedIn. Um, and if you drop me, if you actually let's make this interesting. If you DM me the word poo, then I'll know where this has come from. <laughs> From, it's, it's come from Paula Carnell's audience. Um, it's different, it's it's much more different than you know when I all these LinkedIn requests messages I get is like, hey, we share the same audience, let's stay connected. Like, yeah. It's boring. So I'm gonna make it playful. <laughs> and not boring. And if you DM me the word poo, um, then great. I know I know you've come from Paula Carnell's world and you've come from listening to this podcast, which is amazing. And um and then we'll get connected from there and have a discovery call and, and talk about um what what, what what you found really good, useful with this podcast, but also what's going on with health and how I can help you and put point you in the right direction is probably the most important
1: part. Oh, that's brilliant. So when I do the show notes, I'll do your yeah. LinkedIn um, link so people can uh, send you a poo. And then um, <laughs> hopefully not literally. So I won't put your home address. You know, we don't <laughs> want to have lots of packets <laughs> arriving.
0: Um, yeah.
1: And what about anybody who isn't on LinkedIn? So um, do you have a website or just email? Mess- yeah. Um I've actually, uh, if you just send me an email at shim at
0: thegutintuition.com, just a hello. Um, and um, if you want to connect with me on there, of course, you can send me a message saying poo as well. And it's from you've, you've listened to Paula Carnhill's podcast here today. Um, then I'll know where you've come from. And then that's another way you can get in touch with me as well. So LinkedIn and just send me an email. That's just probably the
1: easiest, simplest way. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I've just loved all this. And I just know I'm going to have to start talking to you. Um, You know, we're all on health journeys. And it's great when you have that optimum health. And I've been traveling a lot this year, which does give your stomach another challenge doesn't it it's absolutely. trying to maintain a balance and I think as you go into winter and as you said particularly up to Christmas it's great if you can go up to Christmas feeling in control mm. and not knowing that everything's going to get worse and then you've got a bigger battle on your hands in the new yeah. year so yeah. um yeah absolutely yeah the nail oh. head.
0: it's been amazing like I was like I just loved going into my childhood it's, it's, it's definitely opened me up a little bit more as to yeah, that like this is this is what this is this is what I've been doing all my life. So hope hope you guys have found it useful. Um, and Paula, thank you so much for
1: having me on your podcast show. It's been yeah, it's just been amazing. I loved it. I loved the conversation. Aww. So it's right wonderful. Well, and thank you for all your honesty and your openness. It's just brilliant, and that's what we love. And helping us to create a buzz about health because without health, we have nothing. So absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. I love that you've been listening to my podcast. Thank you so much. I am delighted to have the wonderful Bee Brook helping me with editing and um, producing this podcast. So if you've enjoyed it, do share it around and connect with me on social media, Instagram, LinkedIn and my website so thank you very much and bye for now you have to become yourself join us next time on creating a buzz about health podcast
0: with paula carnell buzz you later